Why, thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. My goodness gracious, there you are sitting over there with your stocking cap on and your Christmas stockings hanging over the front of your synthesizer and a, what's that, a big jug of uh, eggnog next to you just filling up that glass with a jug? Is that a jug? You have a whole jug of eggnog. My God, man, how much kind of is that stuck in your drink? Pretty soon you'll be cranking out Christmas carols on your synthesizer, parading around the neighborhoods here in upstate New York, just spreading Christmas cheer. You're, you know, you are one of Santa's mighty elves. Hi, this is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim, the greatest elf of all. And here we are on Failing Up, recording this podcast smack dab in the middle of the holiday season along the shores of the mighty Seneca River flowing north in the Great Lake of Ontario. That's right, the mighty Lake of Ontario, which flows to make a right into the Thousand Islands, the great St. Lawrence Seaway, which flows north. One of the few rivers in the world that flows north out to the Atlantic Ocean and around the world. It's just like my voice. Or if you make a left, you're going to find yourself just a little bit north of Buffalo and you'll be in, uh, go north of that. And you're in Toronto, Canada. That's right. You can go over Niagara Falls and find yourself right heading towards Cleveland and the Great Lake area. All the Great Lakes flowing into Superior and Michigan all the way around. Huge, huge, huge lakes. I don't even, I probably even call them lakes. That's right. But um, here we are, smack dab, you know, Christmas time, holiday time, whatever you celebrate this time of year. It's all happening. It's like, it's like a, a switch is flipped. You know, there's the mellow holiday of Thanksgiving. And then all of a sudden, after a day of overeating and stuffing yourself and laying on the couch and sleeping during football, this calm, peaceful holiday, all of a sudden, bam, the shit hits the fan. It's like it's like an electric charge goes through your body. And it's this annual fuel of stress and all the things you've got to get done. It's like a microcosm in how we live our lives. i got to get all this done. And you've got to get it done. And then you do things. You know, you do things that you don't even know why you're doing them. You just, people just lose their minds this time of year. And I've been guilty of that myself. You know, all of a sudden you see like your neighbor has some lights up and they put a little, I need more Christmas lights. If, if, the, if the neighborhood is lighting up like that, I got to light up like that. And the next thing you know, you find yourself at Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever you get your stuff, buying more and more lights putting lights on everything, and you don't care. You lose your mind. You don't care if you nail them into the side of your house. You don't care if you staple them into a wall in your living room. You don't care if you tack them onto the back of the dog. You just got to get more lights up. You got to get a huge tree. I'll tell you, getting a tree is like work. That is big time work. And you go out and you get this tree, this huge tree, bring it inside your house, making a huge mess, and then you got to set it up and hope it doesn't fall over. And, uh, uh, uh. Spend a bazillion dollars on a tree, a bazillion dollars on lights, and that's just that part of the holiday. And it's all going to be over within three weeks, man. <clears throat> but you got to get it done, you know. And then you're, you're you're rushing to get to the grocery store to get the right food for Christmas, this and that and that, and boom, 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 toys. And it's like it's like it's like twenty-one days or twenty-five or twenty, whatever how many days it is, of just instant stress. You know, it's like a binge of stress. It's like chewing on a, a stress burger. And then all of a sudden, New Year's Day comes. And the next day, January 2nd, poof. It doesn't matter anymore. You got a house with a mess of lights stapled all over the place. And it doesn't matter. Reality sets in. And you got to take all that stuff down. You got all those bills coming. And it's... uh. It's like it's like a hangover. 
and it's just oh, you you get all fired up you get all and and this one day you get it all done oh god it's all done then it's over then reality hits yep merry happy holidays that's what it's all about i guess <clears throat> but anyway um that's the season. Try to keep it as real as I can, although there I was struggling with a huge tree today, swore my head off. But anyway, um, but it's how you communicate. You know, it's how you communicate. Now, you know, with Elon Musk and Twitter, he's taking over Twitter and the things that are going on with Twitter. And, and I was just thinking, we have all these forms, sophisticated forms of communication, and we can get all this information, all, any type of information at your fingertips, literally at your fingertips. You type a keyboard or you thumb a keyboard, however you, you text, and you have all this information right at your fingertips. We don't need to read a map because you talk to your phone. You have Siri. You have this, this, this individual on, on, your, um, on your home, on your, on your apps, and on your phone, and, and you can talk to this strange computerized person, and you can even change their voice. And they'll give you any, any piece of information that you need. You know, we get to the grocery store now, and it's self-checkout. You don't even have to talk to anybody. You just go up to the machine and you check yourself out. Have a good day. And I just realized all this information, all this great technology, we have become dependent on it. People can't even spell anymore. I never could spell, but now I really can't spell because you got a machine telling you how to spell, when to punctuate. You don't have to read or research because you just type a, you just ask a question of your phone and it gives you the answer. You don't have to think anymore. And that's exactly what they, in quotation marks, they want it to happen that way. Those that want to be in power because the less we think, the less we think and the less we are capable of processing and the, the, uh, the less we are capable of, of, of providing solutions to situations or questioning situations or just too lazy, the more that few can control the many because the many don't think. The many depend on these gadgets that the few own and run. You know, there, were, there was a joke someday, the, the, the robots and computers, they have taken, the computers have taken over the world, people. They've taken over the world. You know, you can't go from point A to B without checking on your phone. You don't, you don't pick up a map anymore. Nobody reads a map anymore. Nobody checks in a dictionary anymore. Nobody picks up or does, you know, research and reads. You just, it, it, it's told you, it's spoon-fed to you. You don't interact with people, so people don't even become people anymore because you don't interact with them. People are just kind of like things, and that's why, that's why you see road rage. That's why you see all this violence because... That we've become desensitized to the human nature and, and, and what, what it means to be a human being. We don't talk. We don't say hi to the person checking us out at the store and ask how it's going. We don't develop relationships. People are walking down the street looking at these phones. People are um, think they're communicating, but they're not. You're, you're texting strangers. You're texting profiles that are 80%, 90% fake. You know... We have been desensitized and ignorized, ignorized, ignorants as a result of this. But no, it's all great. It's great technology. And I love it. I love being lazy. I love being lazy and having my uh, computer or phone tell me when the word's bad. Or, oh, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. I'll just Google it. I'll get the information. I'll Google it. 
But all these skills that we once had, all these interactions that were required to sit down and reason, to talk something through, you'd be dependent. You're dependent on a on a phone. You ever see you ever see anybody when they lose their phone? It's like, oh my god! It's like they, you know, because that's their life, my life, and that little phone. Everything's in there. Think about that. Think about that. That's how dependent you are. If you ask somebody, what would you rather do? Would you rather go a week without eating? Or would you rather lose your entire phone? And I guarantee you they go a week without eating. But somebody's controlling that. Somebody controls all that information. Somebody puts that information in there. Somebody's making a bazillion dollars off of all that. And somebody's benefiting from that. Because... Again, the less, the more that happens, the less we think. The less we think, the less we reason. The less we reason, the less we question. And so when uh, crazies get in leadership roles, you just follow them. It's like Siri and going for president. Someday, you know, someday I predict someday Siri will be president. Can you hear that? That's me making a point. I predict someday Siri will be president. Because Siri will be the only, Siri's like the Wizard of Oz. You know, who really runs Siri? You know, I mean, the guys, who's really pulling the strings? Who's behind the curtain with Siri? You know? Because without Siri, you got weather forecasts, our meals, orders our food, apps, apps. You got that app? You have that app? People don't exercise without apps, people don't go to the store without apps. They have an app for that. People people depend on apps for their heart rates, all this stuff. Whatever happened to just going to the damn doctor and getting a checkup? Why do you have to have your phone tell you what your health is? Why don't you just go to the doctor and see the doctor, for God's sakes? Better yet, why don't you just figure out, well, maybe if I lived this way, I wouldn't have an issue. You know, so now they have these things where you put your finger in and you can... You can see your EK. What, what what good does that do? What good does it? You know, if I had, if I was able right now to say I bought that, whatever it is, and I put my fingers in there, and and every day I can look at my own EKG. You know what that means to me? Nothing. You know what I'm going to do about that? Nothing. That's like me looking at an X-ray. You know what I see when an X-ray is that my is that my hip? Is that me? Yeah. We need to get back to talk. I miss talking to people. I really do. I miss going down the, the throughway and stopping at a throughway boat, you know, the gates that are gone now because it's all electronic and who knows what else they're getting off of that stuff. I miss stopping at the toll booth, saying hi or asking a direction. I miss asking somebody for directions. There's so much comfort when you actually pull into a gas station or a store and you ask the local person for directions. Because you always get another, you always get a little more information too. Like, oh, oh, and where's a good place to eat around here? Oh yeah, where's so you get, you get some information, you get the culture of the place too. So I I, I miss that. I miss those relations. I miss you know for the most part being at the store when you now you check yourself out, talking to the cashier. You know, I miss that. I mean, long long time ago, except in New Jersey around here, from what I know. You know, all gas stations are self-service. I used to pump gas. I pumped gas for a while when I was in college. That was my job. And, uh, you know, I, I remember going to the Hess gas station, you know, and there was this guy. He's probably retired. He's probably my age now. You know, he was my age then. 
And he used to just be out there pumping gas. He was so heavy. And you'd talk to him every day. Hey, how's it going? You'd know his name. You'd know your name. He'd ask you how you're doing. He'd tell you your car's a shitbox. I mean, it was great. And the relationship was being evolved. Now I pump gas and there's a little TV show until my gas is done pumping and then the show goes off. Imagine that. I remember that guy when I was a kid coming out, usually a guy, but he'd be washing the windows and checking the oil and you'd be talking. But the more sophisticated our communication has become, the less capable we are of communicating ourselves. We've become dependent on devices. And those that master these devices, well, they, you know, but who is the master of these devices? That's the question. Because once you get the answer to that, it's very few people. Those are the folks that are pulling the strings. Because those are the folks that have all the technology to flip and switch and an angle and all that kind of stuff. And those are the folks that put people in power. Those are the folks that either they want to divide you because when we're divided, they're, they're even more powerful. They want to dummy down. They want to dummy everybody down. And it's easy to dummy down. God, I'd love to be dummy down. You know, you don't have to, just you don't even have to get up and think. Now a computer can drive your car. A computer, for God's sake, your car can parallel park itself. Kiss that skill goodbye. Think about it. People don't have to go and uh, be in sports because you can get all these great video games. Growing up, they get as big a thrill out of being on the video game and being a vicarious athlete as they do being actual athletes. And who's controlling it? And no one's talking. And everyone's getting fat except Mama Cass. That's what's happening. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. You know, everybody can be a celebrity. Everybody can be. Everybody can get a podcast. Everybody can get a YouTube. You know, so look at that crap on TV and, and and news. People don't get the news. They just scream. You have people at tables just screaming at you, screaming at each other, talking over each other. My God, it gives me a headache. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, you know what I do about it? Because, oh, you got an app for that. I said, I don't care. I got an app. I'm going to pull and pull ask for directions. I don't care about that. I'm going to write it on a piece of paper. I'm going to, you know, what the heck? What are we going to do? You know what, I mean? what are you going to do? Jungle Jim, what are you going to do? Jungle Jim, how much eggnog have you had? My gosh, you got a huge, huge pint glass of eggnog over there. Just chugging it down. I, I hear you, Jungle Jim. I hear you. This is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. I'll say Jungle Jim and I are communicating. I, that's how you communicate with me. This is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. This is failing up. Bye-bye.